0: Welcome to Rooted, a series exploring journeys of faith, hope, and love. Hey, welcome to the special episode of Rooted. I'm your host Devin Cleffer, and I'm joined here with Pastor Andy Lewis. And Andy, thanks for joining us, our listeners, and myself on this special episode of Rooted.
1: It's good to be here.
0: Hey, listen, I want to follow up a little bit. We're right now as we're recording this, we're kind of in the the final stages of study in the Book of Philippians in your series entitled "Standing Firm." And I want to springboard off of some of the things that have really come up over and over again as part of the theme, not only through this book, but certainly through the messages that you've put together over the last several weeks. And that is this concept of Jesus plus, which Paul talks about uh, in depth, right? That it's not just Jesus in and of himself to give me the salvation, but Jesus plus in the terms that Paul was using, uh, the law and so many other things. And so I'd love to know first from your perspective, you know, what are some of the things over the course, not just the two years that we've traveled through this pandemic together, but just over the course of your time in ministry that you have seen folks use that Jesus plus thing? What are some of those most common things that you have seen people kind of add as their plus where Jesus isn't enough in and of himself?
1: Well, I think I'd even preface it, I'll get to that by saying, I think the additional problem many people have had as followers of Jesus is to kind of Jesus sidelined, which is where it just gets easier to medicate pain, Mm. you know, where I think, uh, and I've seen, I'm seeing, I I see that drift in me where it's just easier in my life, it would be easier to just, you know, tee up binge watching of something, sure, uh, sports or whatever, um, you know, could be greater alcohol consumption or or whatever. I definitely can say, I think a lot of believers, there is a there's an overlay of suffering and pain because it's just it's loss, loss, mm. loss, mm. loss. And yes, we can make arguments about well, my loss isn't that bad compared to what others have been right granted. and that and that that can be fair. But I think there's this overlay over literally, as of today when we're recording this, we're almost exactly two years from the day. Right. It became lockdown, and then there's loss and loss of graduations and loss of this that and the other thing and so i think first before i get to the answer of jesus plus i think it's been jesus sidelined hmm. because it's like going to places where it's easy to try to medicate pain right thus why our church has been emphasizing seek seek help just to, right. to admit i'm not okay and to ask hey If you're a member of this church, if you're listening to this podcast right now, right up up until May of 2022, the elders are committing to help financially and to help you find a good counselor so that when you catch yourself going, "Uh uh-oh, I'm medicating in a way that's not sustainable, I need help. In addition, I think as we become limited by the more wider social human interaction, Because of the lockdowns, et cetera, et cetera, there's been a huge uptick in in content. We're in the age of content, right? And I think the Jesus plus stuff has really been really fueled in there. Uh, you know, if you want to put it on like a spectrum of more kind of like left leaning conversation and right leaning sure. conversation and everywhere in between, you tune in right mm. to your your talking head of choice, uh, cable news, radio, Podcasts, right. uh, you know, you name it, and so um, Reddit, um, YouTube, you know, the, the, the myriad of yeah, channels. We're
0: not for lack of selection. exactly. Of <laughs>
1: yeah, and so there's all these these things that I probably like lazily or trying to just sort of medicate, are mm. and to distract ourselves. We 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 Christians are falling into some of these places that are. I, I couldn't even think of it as exactly. I mean, certainly there are some that we could speak to, but I, I think mainly to try to just teach people to think carefully mm. about, you know, what are you listening to, and are they? And we talked about this this, this morning in this particular sermon. Are they? Are they speaking to your fear? Mm. Are they amplifying that fear? And then are they going? And we've got an overlay for it. And and it's and, and they may be very. Uh, vetted religiously, sure. even within Christ- Christianity or evangelical, Right. but they're, they're talking to your fear, they're stoking your fear and they're telling you if you do, if you do Jesus the way we're telling you, which is a Jesus plus, mm. the way we tell you to vote, the way we tell you to think, the way we tell you to view the world, yeah. um, that's, that's where we're at.
0: Well, l- let me talk a little bit about that for a minute because what I've seen play out is oftentimes polar opposite echo chambers that are just trying to turn up the volume so they're louder than the opposite ends echo chamber right. and inevitably what i've seen play out both you know through just watching social media or reading the news or or even in my own life with people that i care very much about is we do become so focused on sometimes out shouting the other person yeah or trying to disprove the other person, that I think we not only, going back to the mental health thing, we not only do a disservice to our own mental health, but we're adding to the poor mental health of others. Yeah, I'd love to know, just kind of on on this particular part of the conversation, when we see this, and I think it's a great exercise in understanding that Christians are not immune for sure. to those echo chambers. Yeah, for sure. How, how do we, I guess, find ourselves skewing to one side or another. And I don't even want to call one side more accurate or quote unquote Christian than the other, because I think right. both go off into a direction. That's Those nothing, are the claims that are made. <laughs> nothing close yeah. to, to to Christ and Christianity. And so I guess, how do we first check ourselves if indeed we're actually participating in some level of one echo chamber or the other? I think for me, what I've
1: been realizing over this last year is, is like check the, the tap emotion, tap root emotion. Mm. Is this is this playing on fear within me, or is mm. this is this stoking love? Yeah. Is it stoking fear versus stoking love? And if it's stoking fear, that's usually a, a tip off. Yeah. Like, eh, I don't know. Because I mean, r- r- yes, real. We, yes. Is it possible that there could be a nuclear holocaust? Is it possible that um, you know, people could stream over the border and take our homes and mm. our families. Is it possible? I mean, all these things are absolutely possible. Sure. At the same time as they're possible, we we as believers of all people have this hope that Jesus right now is renewing the world mm. and that the end game is that he will stop at nothing less than the renewal of everything. Yeah. So, you know, come come the storming of the castles, come the nuclear warhead, come a... Um, a, a cancer diagnosis come a loss of a dear loved one mm. he 's still working he's yeah. st- he 's still good yeah, and that that's that 's our story and i think I think that becomes the main thing that i 'm seeing to pay attention to stoking mm-hmm. fear or inspiring love yeah and good love and good deeds, as paul
0: talks about i think that that 's one of the things that i 've seen too, just again going to personal experiences over the past couple of years, yeah and seeing close friends and even families to some extent fractured and to a point of even when health protocols allowed the attending of whether it was anniversaries or funerals or whatever else not doing so because of division over political views and, and somehow we have you know made this really weird chocolate vanilla political jesus swirl out of things and and <laughs> gotten away from the true flavor yeah. of the gospel.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I'm curious if if we're able to really peel back and be honest with ourselves, mm-hmm. what's that next step for us? Let's say like I, I would say, oh, you know what? I have been guilty of watching whatever yeah. cable news channel or listening to whatever podcast and I've felt my anger rise. Right. Um, h- how do I realign myself and get more to, to true center with Actual quote unquote true authentic Jesus.
1: I mean, it just comes back down to you know the same same things that are very difficult all the time. But and that is just these rhythmic spiritual formation practices mm. in our lives. Like, are we are we doing those things on a daily basis? Are we, am I am I do I have a rhythm of worship? Do I have mm. a rhythm of conversation with Jesus throughout my day, or even five minutes a day to get yourself mm. started? Um, do I have a rhythm of Trying to grapple with the Word of God, Um, and and it's like you know, it's fine. Give yourself grace. You're like the only part of the Bible I understand is Psalms. Fine, just read Mm -hmm. the Psalms all the time. Yeah, Um, you know, and you might start to get curious about other places. Or I only understand Jesus. Okay, read Luke all the time. Right, right. But just to be in a place where you know it's not rocket science. It's it's the things that are constantly we're we're feeding on. Mm the calories we're taking in for our soul is what's forming our soul. Right, And I can't, you know, there's only so much I can do. I mean, (laughs) we're doing this podcast, right? I, I, you know, it's arguable half a dozen to a dozen or more people are going to listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, but uh, I've taken to go, look, my job is to say is the old saying, you can lead a horse to water, Mm. you can't make him drink. My job is to constantly be be pointing the people of God, this podcast is about pointing the people of God to the living water, Mm. the gospel of Jesus Christ, and to go, I can't make you drink. I can right. say it's there. Right. I can say it's good, it tastes good, it's refreshing, yeah. it renews your spirit. Right. But I can't make people do that, right right. And um, so I, you know those are the things that it, it's, it comes back down to these these things. How are we living lives that bring us back into a pure and simple devotion to mm. Jesus Christ?
0: And it seems like and and I will only speak for myself here, but it seems like the beginning of that journey, just as often the, the beginning of our journey with Christ at whatever age it happens, begins often with introspection and confession. Yeah, And I think sometimes when we talk about confessing what we've done wrong to others, can be a really scary place to go Big because time. we're having to admit our yeah. own faults. Yeah. And while Jesus may forgive us, we often understand that yeah. friends or coworkers or family may m- take a little bit more prompting and relationship massaging to actually experience true forgiveness with that relationship. Yeah. And sometimes that's more work than we feel that it's worth. Right. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. and yet it's so important. That's what, that is That is the practice of why Jesus hasn't leaned over the guardrail of heaven and said, mm. okay, stop doing church. Right. Because as broken as it is, and as desperately in need of reformation as it is, right. 500 years since the reformation, he still believes that to, to work out the full ramifications of our faith means living in the flesh mm. and blood with mm. other brothers and sisters in Christ Yeah, is bound for problems as that's going to be. Right, right. And, and that we need that.
0: Yes. Let's go back and talk a little bit about this, this Jesus plus thing. Yeah. We've already touched on a couple of things when it comes to adding that plus to us. And sometimes it's the the echo chamber of voices that we tend to align with maybe politically or to some extent, maybe even spiritually. But going back to some of the things that you have just seen throughout your time in ministry, what yeah. what do people tend to, I guess... Fill that gap with. Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, here in Santa Cruz, it's all ranges, and that's one of the Mm. reasons I love being here, um, because we are the, I guess other pastors would call it in the Midwest, the canary in the coal mine. (laughs) We are, we are what's coming Mm. from both the East and the West Coast of a post-Christian world. Right. That doesn't scare me, although there you go again, there's voices that'll tell you to be very afraid of that right, right. and fight against it with everything we have, and it's right. like, well, we don't fight against it, we accept this is reality, this is where right. it's at, so the gospel still speaks into it right um and so what I you know I would say is that um well, actually, repeat the question again. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just went off on a tangent yeah. there.
0: So when it comes to Jesus plus, yes. right? And and so what are some of the things if if there are themes that you've seen in your time in themes, ministry yes. that that people have tended to to add to yeah. not Jesus is just not enough. I've got to also yeah. do fill in the blank.
1: Yeah. and I would say, you know, there's where that's where I was trying to go, thank you Devin, is you know, here in Santa Cruz, you see everything uh, if you're going to put them on a spectrum left right, mm-hmm. and I'm not even thinking politically, just sure. kind of like worldview kind of thing. That it's Jesus plus your crystals, Jesus mm. plus, um, you know, He's a great teacher, plus mm. Buddhism, plus whatever. Yeah. Um, and then on the on the other side, and this is more apt to sneak in typical churchy, evangelical culture is what I'd like to call it, mm-hmm. um, is, you know, Jesus plus going to church, Jesus plus um, we were just talking about spiritual practices a minute ago, but mm. using those spiritual practices as a way of feeling like you're quieting your fears, right. you're assuring yourself of a better place with mm. God, those kinds of things. So that that's where you you can kind of see that, and yeah. I've seen all of them.
0: It's it's interesting that you touch on some of those things, because I, throughout the last couple of years, have a, a very dear friend who listens to some voices on a, a far end of the political spectrum, mm-hmm. and it kind of goes to a point of we're probably taking a lot of things out of context and kind of forming our own, I guess, uh, panic of, of, of why all these world events are happening. Yeah, And it's interesting that you brought up just a few moments ago of like, hey, if all these things are going to happen, like, god 's still in control, like right. Jesus is still in control, right. regardless of of who 's president or who right. our international enemies are or, or not, right. and so I think when, when we look at things from that perspective and through that lens, andy, what, what are some things that can actually help us go, okay, like regardless of which political party is in control, yeah. who 's ever on the Supreme Court of the United States. Um, whatever bills are trying to be passed right. or books trying to either be banned or added to curriculum. Yeah, right. How do we just say, yeah. like, it matters, but it doesn't really matter because God is still in control.
1: Uh, good question. I, it's funny. I Recently, am being very wonderfully exposed to the work of St. Ignatius of mm-hmm. Loyola, who... Was a contemporary of Martin Luther, but sadly, you know, even the Church as it kind of divides, Mm. he was doing a great work of reforming the Church from within the Catholic Church, Mm -hmm. and Martin Luther was trying to reform it and then decided, no, it's better if we just go our own way. And God has used both, but St. Ignatius really, he was really committed to try to help people who couldn't read, and they were, Mm. you know, they were the masses who couldn't read the Bible, but to enter into spiritual practices where they could trust that the Holy Spirit, um, the Spirit of Jesus, in every situation of your life could be bringing you closer to experience mm. what he called the life of God mm. you know, within you. And I think, I think that's the, the walk of a Christian's life. He had a, a, a piece he called The Principle and Foundation, which was sort of like a piece that kind of like sets in motion these rhythms and practices to bring one into experiencing yeah, the richness right, of life right. of God. And one of the things he says in it is that to believe that everything we experience in life has the potential by Jesus to deepen the life of God, mm. everything. Wow! And I've been going through it in our family's life, a lot of loss and a lot of pain, mm. and in addition to all the losses that many people have had, we've all had to go through together, and to really go, everything, like mm. everything, the a, a nuclear warhead getting launched, right. uh, you know, a loss of a loved one, a, a tragic loss, uh, whatever, has the potential, if Jesus is willing, am mm. I willing, to deepen the life of God in me, and then he ends by saying, to come to the place where I want and I choose the deepening of God's life within me. Mm. To be the person who says, okay, if you're gonna use everything and by everything, the whole thing of what could potentially happen in life... I wanna be that person who I want it, and I choose the deepening of God's life in me. Mm. And it it shouldn't be mysterious to us Christians to know that if it says in Scripture, Jesus was perfected, Mm. Jesus, the Son of God, was perfected through His suffering and by taking on the cross, then how are we to expect any less? Yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> well, <laughs> I would say we here in the West uh, definitely don't like to uh, have to work things out like that. We like the nice, easy ride. It's interesting because two things, well, three things that stood out to me w- with your response there. Number one, and, and number two are kind of related. But I, I went to long before it was Vintage Faith Church. Before and it was First Press. They they had a, a poster of what I will just loosely label um, as, as a third world country. And, and the caption on it was, there's no such thing as a God forsaken place. Mm. And the other thing that kind of ties into that um, very much has to do with, and now I'm going to lose my thought and I'm going to have to edit this out. Because <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was number two? It's okay. Um, it was profound. It was life changing. Um, we can take our time cause you can just edit it. <laughs> what was it? Uh, um, it had to do with the same thing though.
1: Uh, everything. God can use everything. Yeah. The poster. Um,
0: um, oh, here we go. Okay. I'm gonna clap. The second thing was years ago, I was listening to a, um, a, a, min- a missionary speak and she talked about her young daughter, who was probably 19 or 20, wanting to go overseas after high school graduation to be a missionary and was so nervous by the very thought of her daughter going to that specific part on the globe. And she talks about then coming to the realization that the God that she knows in in her home in, in California is the same God and is just as powerful in that other place where her daughter wanted to go and it ended up going. And I think that that's one of the things that yeah. I've really had to meditate on yeah. that regardless of the, the swirling of things that are going on around us, like God is no more or less powerful in any one spot on our planet. Absolutely. And I think for me, yeah. that's been comfort. And then the third thing, which you brought up about Martin Luther wanting to go his own way. And that I just didn't know that Martin Luther was a Fleetwood Mac fan. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, Let's pivot a little bit and let's talk about we've got a little bit left of the series we're going through and then kind of preview where we're going after that. Yeah.
1: I mean, after this in Lent, we're going to normally Lent is very kind of introspective about being able to confess Mm. there's a reason why Jesus had to rescue me. Mm. This Lent, we're going to look more at like just the brokenness of when we are spent and we are just at the end of everything Mm -hmm. and we don't have much left. And we're gonna look at the life of Elijah after a huge success uh, beating down the prophets of Baal, mm. but following which he was just beaten down to the point he says to God, "I just kill me. Take me. I right. mean, like, it's, it's in done. the Bible. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. And that's a common place. And so mm. we're gonna do a series called, I Can't Even. Nice. <laughs> Because that's what Elijah felt, and we're going to do that. And then following that, obviously, we're going to have a wonderful Holy Week to Mm. celebrate Palm Sunday and Easter Sunday. Mm. But then out of that, we're going to take a good look at John's attempt to try to convey in the Gospel of John, who is Jesus exactly? And John brilliantly had these seven signs, these miracles that Jesus has rendered. It was was kind of like, do you get it? Do you get it? Do you right, get it? Right, in right. seven perfect number of perfection yeah. ways. Like, do you get it? Yeah. And I think it's a, those things, that's where we're going. It's a good reminder for those of us who are broken to hear how does God minister to Elijah? Mm. How does he want to minister to us? And then out of that to be reminded again in whatever we're facing, right. do you get it? He's Jesus, he's the right. Lord, he's, he's master over everything. Yeah. And he, he's gonna meet you whatever road you're on, whatever darkness you're in. Yeah. So that's where we're going.
0: I love it. Thanks for hanging out today.
1: Oh, it's been great, thanks, Devin.
0: Thanks for listening to Rooted. Rooted is a production of Faith Community Church in Santa Cruz, California. For more information about Faith Community Church or to experience more stories of hope from the Rooted Archives, please visit us online at santacruzfaith.org.